I hope we're ready. Can you see us? Can you see us? Are we five by five, everybody? Can you can you can you see us? Is it are you are you seeing us? We had a change of plans this evening. <laughs> we did. We were going to go to a movie. We we're going to have date night, and then well, let me tell you that that story. That's always a good one. But we're glad to be with you. Uh, yes, concatenation. Did you look it up, Dick? Look up the word concatenation. Be surprised at people who say, well, did you look it up? No. Why didn't you look it up? Mm-hmm. We were going to go see a movie tonight, and uh, we looked. And it's kind of one of these new, not artsy, but it's a, it, it, it's a new theater. And they have a, a bigger theater and a smaller theater. And we thought, oh, the bigger one, this looks good, because we, well, we didn't realize, but at 7.45, it was going to be in the little one. And there's no way we're going to be stuck in this tiny room. No, can't do that. Can't do that. Well, there's 12 seats. There's 12 seats. I don't want to be stuck next to it. Plus, they have these people who come in, and they they always, hi, everybody, my name is Julius. I'm going to be, if you need any drinks, hit that thing. I say, would you please... I can't understand you. You're talking through this. They mean well. They're working. I, they, give, I give them credit. I thought I would just come and hang with you, as the kids say, and just uh, after a long week since we didn't go to the movie. I hate that. May I start off by just saying we're going to be a little bit light tonight just to join us? We must. Would you please tell me, why is everybody calling me dude? Why is it, hey, dude? Are they calling you that? Yeah. Because they're calling me dude, which I take great I, offense to. And I think even if I was 20 years old, I'd take great offense to being called dude. I have a friend of mine who is my age. I've known known him since I was eight years old. He's a physician. He says, dude. I said, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I correct people too. No, dude, no. And may I say, can we just bitch and moan tonight? Would you please tell me why you'll call somebody and say, the uh, whatever, has not set up their phone yet? Or they set up their, their, their voicemail? You don't, you have, or the the mailbox is full. Uh-huh. What's the matter with you? Or they say, well, I don't read emails. I don't, did you, did you answer my email? No. Well, let's switch subjects. I can't I'm even talk. I'm not, subjects? I can't, I can't get the word. You sound like Carol Chan. I know, but I just or, finished. Or Liza Minnelli. Well, I just yes. finished my two-hour radio program, and... I, it was a great on, one, too. And on a Friday, I can't talk anymore, but we must. Um, let's talk about all day long people were saying in the media to me, and I was hearing, happy Memorial Day. And I was busy correcting yeah. everybody and saying not to be, you know, so... Uh, but I was saying, well, let's review the true meaning of Memorial Day. And then I would go into my explanation and nobody was answering me or... Anything like that. It was just about, we're going to the beach. Uh, I spoke to somebody from AAA who said more cars are taking the, onto the road since 2005. This is the biggest of, I think it was 40, 43 million people, he said, hitting the road, going within 50 miles. And uh, he was saying, happy Memorial Day. And I, I was asking about, <laughs> I, know. What, I was asking, what what do you think the uh, future will be with AI and self-driving cars? And I wasn't, I wasn't getting oh, far. Oh, I, oh, I wasn't oh, getting far. It was brutal. I, w- it was I was brutal. asking good I'm questions. To this. I was asking good questions. First, let me just stop yeah. for a second. Stop, stop for a second. Eric Thaddeus Walters joined us. They do. Women, she has one who calls her dude. In business, by the way. It's not dude. a friend or anything. It's in a business meeting she's calling me. What is this business? No, I find it offensive. It's something about that that gets me very upset. Number one, do you agree with me? Do you agree with me that sometimes going faster, having having these 55 mile an hour speed limits are ridiculous. If you have faster, a la the Autobahn and others, even though you might technically be going faster, it's actually more fuel economical because you get there faster... There's less problems. Highways are not meant to be driven at 55. Don't get me started with that. Well, that's here. And some of them are 65 here. California, though, you have, what, 80, 85 in other areas. I know Colorado's higher. I asked him about that as well. I didn't seem to get a very clear answer on that. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll talk about this show. That's the one that matters. No, no, I'm just, we're talking about the fuel, and we're talking about... A long story short, do you still... Do you still talk to Curtis and or Ron? Ron? 
I do not talk to Curtis and or Ron. Uh, Curtis, I do not... I've not spoken to Curtis in years. Even when he was running for mayor... I don't know why he got he got kind of just just I don't know he never did and then he went to this feral cat thing. Curtis Lewa, by the way, is um, he's the head of the Guardian Angels has his own radio show. I think he's still doing it. Might be doing no, it with you Anthony. Spoke to him, I think before you know before COVID. Then COVID happened and nobody I, was speaking to anybody. I texted him. I texted him. Never calls. Never calls. He's not. He's he's, he's not very loquacious. I think you met him on the street one time. Maybe, right? like, maybe. Right. But then when he was running for mayor, I was all for it compared to this jadrool we have now. But he, but he, 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 he all of a sudden yeah. married a woman who's into cats, and he went from this thing about cats. Oh, here I am, Mister Peepers. Now I'm an islerophile mm-hmm. to an extent, but I said, listen, this is the city of New York. We got big problems here. Nobody talked about feral cat kill shelters. So I don't know what the hell that's about. So the answer is no. Uh, Ron, I guess Ron Kuby, have not spoken with Ron in in years, in years. Daniel says, my high school students call me bro, bruh, brah, and dude. Students? Uh, student, yeah. What happened to yeah. Mr., Mrs., and Miss? They don't do that no, anymore? No, they don't do that one. Oh. Can we talk about, would you talk about Tina Turner, please? I feel bad about Tina Turner, and I don't... Uh, I think I feel bad because it brings me back to 1984. It brings me back to when that CD came out. It brings me back to the music videos. It brings me back just to that time period. I was thinking today, why do I feel so bad? And I do want to point out... You don't want to go back to 1984, do you? No, I don't want to go back. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, you rem- you were young. You remember yeah. the music. I remember running around, you know, uh, uh, New York. Uh, it was a whole different mindset. Uh, but I do want to say something about Tina Turner. She was the one of the ultimate survivors of domestic violence. Oh, and she really did. Um, Didn't pre- but you, she really did a lot of good behind the scenes that the public probably will never know about. But she was the ultimate uh, one of them in her final escape and then living with the trauma for the rest of her life. So, what was the story with? Um, uh, what was it? Beyonce? Something she made some comment or something? Did you read this? Oh, they got into some sort of cat fight about something. Uh, because I think Beyonce at one point, if I recall, something about she and the husband. What's his name? ZJ Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentioned Ike or something on a stage or something about they gave credit to Ike, knowing the story was out there uh, about Tina being so violently and viciously uh, abused by him for years. And, uh, you know, things like throwing out of cars and... Here we go. Tina, on fire. And- Tina Turner, f- Beyonce. Don't... Anyway. Tina Turner fans have turned on Jay-Z. This is from this is from the New York Post, page six. Turned on, turned on Jay-Z and Beyonce over a song lyric that mocks the late singer's abusive history with ex-husband Ike Turner. Something about that Ike. And the couple's 2013 hit... Duet track Drunk in Love, Jay Z raps Beat the Box Up Like Mike in ninety seven I bite. I'm Ike Turner. Turn up baby no I don't play. Baby no I don't play. Now eat the cake, Anna May. What are you reading? Said eat the cake, Anna May. The worst lyrics. You know you don't write you don't write them. You know you know who'd be Robert Goulet would be great with. This is moronic. (laughs) This is just, I'm sorry. It's just, oh, oh, you were very upset when Mm. Wap Wap Snappy was, uh, what's his name? Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. No, but I brought it up the other day. People didn't know what I was talking about. Six years. You're the hippest person. Nobody seems to ever know what I'm talking about. You know all. If you read everybody a few things on the computer... You find these things out. I don't know what's wrong with everybody. But also, we know the stupidest people. We want to do a TV show where we bring people out. They don't know why they're on. They think that we're interviewing them. That's not. And cool. then you got to figure out why are these stupid? Like what? When? When? When do you like you hit a buzzer or something when you realize that they're really stupid? You have no idea. And I don't want to say too much because they might be watching. But <laughs> I am just. I am. I mean. stupid. Stupid, profound. Your people are smart, good, happy people. Our people. Excuse me, our people. Okay, our people. 
um, I'm crashing tonight on a Friday night. Tina, but, we're, we're not going to do this on that long. Tina Turner, by the way, uh, taught Mick Jagger how to dance. T- Tina Turner sold more out more. Guinness su- World Book Record for uh, her concert in Rio, 180,000 packed the stadium. We don't have those kind of stadium. And don't believe this hype about Taylor Swift and people paying 20000 a ticket or whatever those stories are. Um, all PR, all spin, all marketing, which makes the world go round. But we don't have, that's what I miss. We don't have 60,000 in a stadium uh, going to see, um, you know, Jackson 5 over the, uh, I still call it Giant saw, Stadium. I'm not sure what the name is these did days. Did you see Jackson 5? I, several times. I saw him. But I saw the in the early 80s, I would go back and see, remember we had like Tina Turner, we had Michael Jackson, we had Cindy Lauper, we had Madonna, all. Tell me some of that. your concerts. Tell me some of your big concerts you saw. Me? I, I just named Tommy them. Dorsey. <laughs> what are you implying? I'm old? <laughs> no. Thank you. No. Um, uh, no Rudy the, Valley. No, those the were biggies. the... And when I was in high school, there was, uh, in the 70s at one point, there was sort of this retrospective, like going back to the 50s, maybe that was getting into those happy days, the TV show, mm-hmm. there was all that... Oh, what was the movie we started watching? American Graffiti. American Graffiti. I guess Loved we fell, I guess we fell asleep. We always follow it. I, okay. I, well, we it was always. the other... It wasn't that long ago. It was like a, two weeks ago. We, we you know, we, we should do. We, we ought to do movie we, reviews. No, no, we, we, yes, movie review. But we never see the end of it because we fall asleep. It's well, true. we, we don't know if anybody saw the end of this. No, we decided it? to have some late entertainment. So you said, "Oh, I know, I know." American Gone. Graffiti. I loved it. But loved it was that. that. I'm trying to get to it was that point, and I think Happy Days was a spinoff of that. Yes, Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking. I remember coming into the city to go to Madison Square Garden. There was a 50s extravaganza. It was like a whole bunch of acts. Let me just stop right there. Happy Days Mm -hmm. came from an episode of Love American Style. That's right. I forgot about that, but you're right. But, 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 uh, uh, I used to watch, did you watch that show, Love American Style? Oh, Friday nights. I used to love American Style. No, but I loved it. Truer than the red, white, and blue. Well, who did the song? Who did it? You know? I know who did it, but I don't want to ruin it okay, for everybody. So first one to get it wins um, something. I don't know. We don't win anything. Who did Love no, America? No, we'll song? send them a mug. We'll send them a mug. No, we're not going to send mugs. No, because then we got to go to the store. We're not going to well, send any I'll mugs. I'll do it. I'll no, do no, it. No, we got to go to the post. No, no, please, please, please. And then we're going to forget. And then, they, forget. then then somebody's going to get upset. No, no, we'll, we'll just send you a love. Who did it? Come on, who did it? Lawrence Welk. Correct. Myron Florin and Joe Feeney. Did you ever watch that with your grandparents? Ever watch? Uh, did you ever watch? Did Love American Style? No. Lawrence Welk. Okay, Love American. I don't have time. I used to watch Lawrence Welk Saturday night, right? I was very little. <coughs> bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Captain Clockwork, the Cow Sills. Thank you. That's it, the Cow Sills. They um, were damn good. We saw them. Well, we did see them right before the, the Rona, the Co. It was right before. It was my birthday, as a matter of fact. That's when we saw them. I'm Let's go birthday. back. Friday night, the wild, wild west. Artemis Gordon, remember that? Uh, mm. Jim West. Remember Miguelito Loveless, Michael Dunn? Uh, Did you ever watch things like Medical Center? Yes, Chad I might, Everett. I might have been like and in the James fourth grade. James Daly, who was Tyne Daly's father. Right, but I might have been like in the fourth, fifth grade, whenever that was. Medical Center. Medical Center. Those kind of... Um, Shows and that remember, uh, Sunday night. Remember those shows used to rotate. It would be like Telly Savalas. Well, it was Kojak. Who was the one who rode the horse through New York? He wore like a cowboy. Dennis. Uh, Dennis. Dennis uh, uh, I'm losing my mind. I can't. Dennis. I see him. Not Hooper. Dennis uh, no. Weaver. Dennis Weaver. There was he like did, a series. Yeah. There were a bunch of, and they would change. That was Kojak the said one time. He said, "I'm gonna scatter your brains from here to White Plains." Oh, that that was. Remember Crocker? What? Remember, poor Crocker had to that do all these. That was good fifty years ago. I Crocker had to do all these jobs. Crocker was the the Dano, Bookum Dano. Dano, what? He always did these stupid jobs. Why did you ask uh, Stavros, who was his brother George Savalas? Yeah, that's his brother. Yeah. Um, Dukes of Hazard. How about oh emergency? Oh, yeah, emergency. I used to watch that. Emergency. Emergency was Bobby Short who wrote what famous song? One of the greatest jazz songs ever. Bobby Short, married to, is it, not Jill Ireland, uh, Kathy, not Kathy, uh, Julie yes. London. Julie London. Julie London, and, I gotta sneeze here, ja, Bobby, Bobby, allergic to me. Bobby, Bobby Troop, married 
uh, Julie London, who was married to Jack Webb, and I think adopted his kids. And Jack Webb looked, mm-hmm. looked liked him or was so was so appreciative. Put him on. He was the worst actor. Randy Mantooth, remember that? Yeah, I do. Randy Mantooth, but he wrote Route sixty six. Bobby Troop, one of the greats. Mm. Did you know that? You didn't know that. Oh, Friday nights. We're not done with that. Wild Wild West. Uh, love American style with um, the guy who played. He was in. He was in um, the uh, Rockford Files. He he played his angel. He played the guy Angel. He was always. Oh, I know. In I know who you mean. I can that. see his face. Yes. Yeah, he had like the dark hair. Then came Bronson. Different story. Then came Bronson. Was no, that's not. You're talking about whatever. Sunday night was Wonderful World of Disney. Ed Sullivan. Bonanza was what Tuesday night. Speaking of Disney, oh, so uh, I believe don't today get me started. their new version of The Little Mermaid came out. And great movie. They. It's been around for years, The Little Mermaid. and uh, Don't tell me how it ends. Well known. But I am hearing that this version that they admit to costing $250 million, if it's if they admit to that, you know it's more. I don't know exactly, but it's always more than they put out there. And they said it is beyond redemption. It is Horrible. horrific. Uh, tell us some of the... More, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Tell us some of because, the... Because, well, I want to say well, why it is, because they... They're trying with their diver- diversity, inclusion, equity to put every character, what's female is male. They have mer- They have mermen. They have... Ethel mermen. Adults do what you want. Gotta like. dance. Leave the children alone. That's what I have to say. Adults do it. Speaking of which. Why were... Uh, uh, da- by the way, um, excuse me, uh, Stuart Margolin was that's that it, That's it. That's yes. it. Wild Kingdom was great with, hello, Myron... Who is it? Um, the old. Uh, it was it was Jim Fowler and Marlon Perkins. One time, remember? I think Robert Klein did something. Goes and now Jim is going to be tackling the twenty foot python, the particulator, while I watch that safely like, um, from this tree. Julia. And Jim would go out there and they, you know, Marlon, help me, call for help. And you see this snake, this rabbit. Around. I can't. As you can see, Jim is unable to catch his breath. Marlon, help me! Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> when uh, Didn't you say when you were a kid that uh, Ed Sullivan scared you? Yes, from the time I was a very... <laughs> as far back as I can remember, I might have been two, three, four, I thought he looked to me. I never told anybody. I thought he looked like a dead person. That'd be funny. I didn't even know what book, a dead person really looked like, but I thought he looked be, like... Ed Sullivan scared me. By the way, someone, uh, Liam Sandal writes, are you too young to remember Jackie Gleason on Saturday nights? Are you kidding me? Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason? Of course. From, and no way. We go to the June the, Taylor dancers. From the 1953? I'm no, too young for that. Saturday nights. Jackie Gleason in color when they would have, oh. he, would, he was in Miami. Don't you remember this? I don't know. I, you know, I go back to like I Dream a Genie on a. I think it was a Saturday night too. I was master. Little. Remember when she was pregnant? They they couldn't show her. Uh, they yeah. couldn't show her navel. Mm. Those shows seem so, uh, so. Um, I don't know though. If you watch some of those shows, like I Dream of Genie, now you pick up a lot of innuendo. Yes, that which is not course, an Italian suppository, by as, the way. You know, remember when we, we got onto this thing? Don't ask me why. Remember when we watched Peyton Place? That was saucy. Oh my God. That was. I can't My believe. mother loved that show. I, Do yourself a favor. You cannot believe what they got away with it. Did you like Dark Shadows? I loved it. I would rush home Jonathan from school. Jonathan Freed or Frid. Well, they did play it. Barnabas they, they did it live because I would. Sometimes you'd go to open the door, the doorknob would fall off, or the door would shake, or things would happen. And yeah. Somebody writes Mannix. Oh, yeah. You I'm still love, watching that. You love the TV on. No, but channel, If I what's it called, me TV? Yeah. Mannix if is still I on, like, 3 off, in the morning. If I say she's asleep and I turn it off, no. she's like, what is it? You turn it off? 
I'm watching that. You're not watching it. You're watching Barnaby Jones I'm at three in the morning. Watching Mannix at three in the morning. Barnaby Jones. I love that one too. But it, but it's but, light entertainment after the type of work we do. It's it's who who mindless. hired Mannix to do Peggy? He has that secretary. Gail Peggy, Fisher was Peggy, and, and they live at the office in the house for like that townhouse. No, I but Barnaby Jones, he could do anything with that microscope. Oh, I know. Um, and his daughter, Susan St. James. That was the other one. That was Ro- that was uh, that was part uh, of something. In, that was uh, Rock Hudson. McMillan and White. McMillan and oh, White. Oh, I used to love that one. I Remember when she was? was cool. He was. Well, was he kissing her? No, it was Linda. Linda Evans. No, that when was he had that. AIDS, that and he was, was kissing her a lot. Remember that one? That's a whole other subject. Ben Casey never got anything. Never, never did. Uh, oh, the Fugitive is on now. I've been watching that. I never. Like, Two, three in the morning. David Jansen yeah. never got into that. We have that going on. Never got into that. Streets of San Francisco. You remember Ironside? It. I didn't really watch Ironside. He had chili. He had these big cans of chili. I didn't really watch it. He had this big truck. It was good. He was he was in a wheelchair. And he had this big truck. The Big Valley. Let me tell you something. Big Valley. Anybody who hung out with any of the Barclays died. Any woman. any Poor Audra. How about, by the way, how about Peter, what was his name, Peter Breck, who played, he was not Heath, but Jer- who, who played Nick. He had all that leather, remember that? He had the, the he had the, that nice little uh, necktie and the black. The stories and the, are so traumatizing. And the leather like jacket and the leather this and the lot of leather. And then Heath. Well, entertainment, that's entertainment. Lee, Lee Majors, one of the greatest actors of all time. Remember when when Bonanza first started? By the way, side side note here. Watch the scene from Tin Men when Jackie Gale, they would have this diner scene. And Jackie Gale, the nightclub comic, who was also very close friends with with, um, uh, Lenny Bruce, said, Do you ever watch Bonanza? He had that lift. Do you ever watch Bonanza? He said, said, "They they were all 40 years old. They looked nothing like each other. He goes, how are they kids? Oh, I- <laughs> he had Hoss, Dan Blocker, who's like 6'5", 400 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Little Joe. You had Adam, who just well, took off. It's Hollywood. Remember that? No, he just left. Pernell Roberts. Roberts. He, he left. just left. Yeah, who, he who was in uh, Trapper John. Yeah, that was a good But he just him. left. Mm. Hop Singh, the coolie with the braid. Oh, Ben Cardwright. Yeah. What did they do on the Ponderosa? Well, what else? Mrs. L's hair looks fantastic. Oh, thank you. Doesn't it look great? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, F Troop, what's with all the cowboy series in the 60s? I know. We have no... No, didn't we hear something about... It came out of the government. The, mm-hmm. like, yep. Americana. They were... Yep, absolutely. From out of the 40s, CIA, of the war to the 50s, into the absolutely. 60s. It was putting forth this... Um, What's the word? Help me here. Look at this. Liam Sandow said, My sister was a huge Dr. Kildare fan. She once met Richard Chamberlain after a Broadway show. He kissed her hand, and she didn't wash it for a week. You know, I saw him in Bloomingdale's one time in the tiniest shorts. It had to be about 1980. (laughs) Remember men used to wear those shorts? They were like silky. Uh Uh-huh. No, silky with like... You know. Which is know? okay. Nothing wrong with that. No, they he, had those you know, little like was... slits up the sides, like little. No, tiny... I never. Why? I don't wear that. I think they used to wear them to run back in the day. Yeah, and run all right. It was unusual to see somebody. Certain neighborhood, you gotta run if you wear those. Uh, Let those... me finish the story. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't really see men walking in those kinds of shorts in New York. No. In 1981, it was around 8081. And I remember he just strolled down the main aisle of Bloomingdale's here in New York with the tiniest little satin shorts. Remember the whole, like, disco satin shorts thing? No! <laughs> I, I, I don't. And he had those on. That's all I want to say about Who were some of the famous people you met when you were, for some of your many jobs and departments? Oh, stores? that's boring. No, 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 just go. People that you, just, you saw, Jackie Kennedy you saw all the time. Yeah. You don't see people on the streets. We really don't. Anymore. You used to always see what were considered celebrities in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even 2000s. You don't... I guess everybody's in there. Well, who were some of the people that you... Well, I, I don't even know. I mean, I worked with a lot of people I in the music business. Everybody in the music business, from Mick Jagger to Madonna. Um, 
I don't, I don't even know what to say. All of them. Weren't there some people they him. told you, don't mention it, well, you, well, maybe you can't. Well, you can't look at them in their mm-hmm. eyes. No, don't you can't. Say, okay, you can No, no, no. You can say it. No, I. No, I'm not saying names. No, no. What I'm difference not, does it make? I'm not can saying you imagine names. They don't look at them in the eyes. Like, who in the hell do you think you are? Um, no, but no, but you would just see walking on Fifth and Madison, especially a breeze side. You would see pe- people used to walk. It was more normalized, um, and they would even say different celebrities. Oh, that's why we love New York. Nobody really bothers us true. too much. John um, Lennon. John Lennon was out. All the time in Central Park, uh, walking. Those days are over. I, I, saw, I don't see anybody anymore in the streets. I used to go walking in Central Park with Tim McCarver was always there. Oh, uh, certain things for me um, at the Dags on 57th, across the street, right there at the Hudson Hotel. I think they might have lived there. Werner Klemper, Colonel Klink, who were at the Dags. I'm buying toilet paper. I looked over and said, ain't this something? I don't know if I brag about that. Just like this. I said, ain't this something? He looks at me. I said, me and Mystic, yeah, Colonel Clink buying toilet paper. What do you think, Clink? I like the Charmin double. He was very, very nice. Saw Nipsey Russell, Georgia Engel was there. Because they lived in the neighborhood. Right there. Mitch Miller was in the neighborhood. They're all dead now. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. (laughs) They're all dead. No, but we used to see them. Another book of ours. No, we used to see them walking around a lot. Now Nothing. Okay. All right. Uh, let's. let's maybe how about the get, disco? We should, we should get. Some, we should get serious. A little Tell me about the disco years. Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, it was terrific. I mean, that's what it was. It was a period in time. I'm glad I was around to witness it and uh, be a part of certain things that. Uh, Sex in no the City and Fleetwood. Sex in the City was a great New York show. Did Plus, a lot for New York. Okay, so the radio program I do. The studios in Australia where all the mechanics come from. I'm in New York City, and my co-host is in Texas. And so it's fast-moving and headlines, and of course, children's issues, family issues, education, medical, in addition to headlines that we can talk about. And I try to give them the New York flavor. For instance, uh, yesterday morning, when two mornings ago, when the fleet, the ships were parading, Mm -hmm. coming, coming up the Hudson, so I tried to share that, but I don't get any emotion out of anybody, really, kind of. You know, I, I, I don't know about the listeners. I try to portray, paint a picture of New York mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. But I was pointing out that there was an episode or two in Sex in the City, I remember. It was a big deal because Fleet Week officially started early 80s. 82. About, about 82. And they made it a major event. If you're a New Yorker, you know, restaurants partnered, Broadway shows we partnered, um, all kinds of dancing. They had things on ships. I don't even know if that still exists today. I would have to investigate it. Probably doesn't. But New York would pour out for Fleet Week. And then when Sex in the City did an episode or two about them dancing and going to meet mm-hmm. sailors, that, that was probably, I think Sex in the City was in the definitely in the 90s. It kind of exploded the whole Fleet Week. And uh, I know people that would go to these events and disappear for three days. Uh-huh. And yeah, we know I who that is. I, I, I know who that is. Not me. Don't, no, don't, no, not, not you. Definitely. No, no, no. no. Um, but I'm still looking for some of these people. But um, I was trying to paint the picture of how exciting it was and and honoring you know military. Nobody could buy a drink. Nobody could buy a dinner. Everybody took pictures. It was exciting. It was nice. It was welcoming. Uh, for a lot of these young people who never saw... Be careful. Can you don't. imagine... Um, Coming, you know, coming into New York when you're 18, 20 years old and seeing seeing all this for the first time, I can't, I can't imagine. So anyway, I I still think Fleet Week is somewhat exciting. When I saw a boat yesterday pulling in, and I could see them in their beautiful white uniforms. Yep, all along the periphery, the all perimeter, all along, I believe, saluting as they pulled in. It, it's patriotic. It was a good, a feel good, a feel good, and we need we need a feel good. I think everybody will agree with me with everything happening and uh, things only, I mean, once I'm getting through something or working on it, you know, for instance, I was sharing with you yesterday, uh, Wisconsin, they've introduced a law where they want to relax child labor laws. So this is the new thing now. I, I can't write this stuff. I couldn't even imagine it. All right. And it's been going on a little bit. They did it in Ohio lately. They're introducing these bills. They want this legislation to pass. They want 14 and 15-year-olds now in Wisconsin to be able to work in bars. 
serve alcohol, serve alcohol in restaurants. And they claim, when I'm like, what? why? Labor shortage. They claim so many people died from COVID, labor shortage. Retirement. They claim so many people retired during COVID, labor shortage. They claim, now I've got a feeling. And who were they? Can I just, I don't even know if I can say this. I'm going to put a little thread together here. I keep asking every single day, the current occupant of the White House, his administration, they have admitted losing, uh, it's now 88,000 children who've come over the border. 88,000. And I keep asking, where are the children? Where are the teens? That's why they're missing, because you don't know where they are. But I keep asking, whether it's New York City officials, New York State people in Washington, who are supposed to have the answers. Again, bipartisan, both parties, right? All of this child child issues. Nobody can give me an answer. I'm beginning to think a lot of these children, we have something in the United States nobody wants to talk about, nobody wants to face, and it's called forced servitude. And it's you think of other countries. Not only do we have the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, we have a lot of kids right now enslaved, whether they're domestic helpers in people's homes, uh, they're put out on the streets to do the forced begging, they're put in factories to work and on farms. We have so much of that going on here, and nobody's talking about it. So I'm thinking, oh, this will have to go for the illegal aliens. Uh, I call them illegal aliens because we want people to come here legally. These are illegal mm. aliens. Everybody calls them migrants. And the media certainly does call them migrants as well. But I have a feeling they want to just be able to enslave these children and have them working all over the United States. Or I, I don't know. There's some kind of threat. I don't. Or they want to completely destroy the notion of minority. Well, that's what I'm getting to. They too. don't want there to be I'm children. To Eventually, people are going to be marrying children. Right. There will be. They can. They can enter the contract. That was my next thing. There will be no to. such thing as you're a minor. Right. They want to make. They want to take that all away. It's just one big lump. Children with adults. No boundaries. No anything. I can't imagine. And now with AI upon us, remember it's here, it just hasn't fully been launched yet. Uh, I don't, I can't imagine what's going to happen with that. We can't handle what's called social media now and protection of children. I can't imagine with the onslaught of this AI that every tech expert says the same thing to me. And that is, it's a big question mark. That's that's all they don't understand it. They, these are the experts that, and they tell me it's a, let me, a question. Mark. Let me ask a question. Ready for this? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that one day when artificial intelligence and artificial general intelligence, AGI, when it really gets humming, you're going to see songs, you're going to see these these idiots mm-hmm. who say, no, because you see, because right now ChatGPT can't do it. But remember, ChatGPT was just a couple of months ago. Nobody talked about ChatGPT. And this hit, is brand new. Right, it's just here. So right now, it's right. a very, it's it's a very kind of, uh, and it's basically predictive language. It's predicting the the next word before mm-hmm. you know it. Once it gets into recursive self improvement, it can write its own code. Well, that's why I and, say I'm afraid. And it starts to the power of it goes, you're going to see it come up with its own intuition. Something that happened recently, a while back, when a Google AI was being able to explain jokes, why things were funny. That's why I'm scared. Do you know what that is? So when you talk to these morons, these jadrules who say, no! Well, for instance, we have a writer's strike right now, okay? And we have a threat of an actor's strike to go out uh, in support of the writers, and we also have whispers of a director's strike coming. Now, I believe, everybody tells me I'm wrong, this is part of the plan to replace a lot of these writers, and um, that's so yep. over-bloated anyway, but we'll talk about that in a minute. You know, writers' rooms, remember the writers' rooms where 20 people sitting around with, like, beanies on, trying to come up with jokes and all, all that kind of thing, but I believe... Writer strike. Now, they deny it. No, AI will replace the bulk of writers. They might have a couple of people to add some flavor and nuance and all that stuff, but they're not going to keep all these people around. It's been budgets cutting. That's what they're going to do. They're going to be using AI. They'll have AI directors. They will do that. There's, sure, there'll still be a few people remaining, 
but this is a cost cutting. This is the future. It's here. They will also be able to figure out, they will be able to write, they can, they will be able to look at every script, every movie, every author, every comedy show, everything that's ever been done, put it together, collate it, filter through it and say, oh, I see, this is called humor. And, so, and, and lawyers... A lot of lawyers, mm-hmm. look what, you, you don't really show me that, legal Zoom. if you want to have corporations done, LLCs, all that stuff, mm. that, that's going to happen. And my yeah. friend who is a radiologist, you could forget it. They'll be able to scan and learn, and that's terrific. But these morons don't understand it. Well, I think they're in, you know, when something's bad, for instance, child trafficking, all of the, like, people don't want to face it. They put their head in the sand, right? So... People just don't want to face. People don't like change. And that's what I try to teach every day. But it's here. As tough as it is, we, Let me have, stop to, you. we have to go with the... Uh... Our dear friend Mayhemmer writes the following. I was a young person during the disco years. I love that music. Still listen to it as I run on the treadmill. I was in love with Barry Gibb. I now love you and your lovely wife. Aww. See you on Twitter. Thank you, May. Oh, May. Thank you. Thank you. I don't let make me those s- noises, but thank, let me thank say, you, May. Much well, appreciated. Not, I don't want to make those anyways, noises. <laughs> the disco will never I ever love disco. will never Sorry. get Barry Gibb. The be- Barry Gibb is a genius. Barry Gibb. Do you please tell to our younger friends how big Saturday Night Fever was? What that was? That was, and think about. John Travolta was responsible for that move, that disco, really. And when he did uh, Urban Cowboy, that, that, Mickey Gilly, oh my. That started the whole Western, in New York at least. Well, all Um, over the place. No, but we don't have those kind of moments anymore. You know, the Saturday night fever moment, the, we just don't. Roller skating. I, I don't, but it's not just nostalgia these are like moments iconic moments in time i don't think today we have things like that do you where it's everybody coming together that that kind of maybe feel good um i don't know we don't have in it anymore. in the 70s early right before 70s before after vietnam people were happy before aids cocaine really before cocaine that was a little bit later but still to walk into something and see the light, the pounding, the dancing, it was innocent, it was Look. silly, it was but it was it was it was just it was fun and people enjoyed it and people loved dancing. Stupid question, do young people even dance anymore? Is there any dancing? I'm I'm not trying to be dense here. I, I've seen it when we've been at weddings where people put their hands in the air and like jump up and down like this. Well, that's but, at a wedding. But I mean, for example, is there a disco? I, I don't think people go out dancing no. anymore. No. Not that I know about. It used to be a big thing. You go on a Saturday night dancing. And right. when the DJ, when you heard that pounding, uh, I was never... It's still... What? You don't get ex- I still get excited yeah, if I no. hear Saturday Night Fever. I, oh, yeah. It makes me feel good. I don't know. If you ever doing some housework, put the music on, what do I always tune into in the background? 70s music. That's and what. madrigal singing. And weird, but 70s how about, music. How about the Casey and the Sunshine Band? The lyrics weren't great, but boogie, I still like it. Boogie woogie. No, no, boogie no. was a big word. Boogie in a lot of songs. down, boogie. Remember, it the, was boogie a, was a big word. The, the Franco family, boogie. You know, it's the Silvers. Boogie figure, boogie boogie. No, but a lot of songs boogie, had boogie in it. Boogie, I got a boogie. You got a Ew. boogie. Uh, boogie down, boogie, boogie fever, boogie nights. I love all that. Get music. on the floor. I and make no boogie. excuses. I love it all. Everybody, what is? I love please it. define what is a boogie. I don't even know what the hell it is. But we, everybody, looked for the boogie in the seventies. That's it. They wanted a boogie. Isn't it like move, like you boogie. <laughs> you tell me. That's it. Polyester pants, platform shoes. Those I never were, got into that stuff. Those were the days. I I was. I can still I, see it. No seventies to me. Was Zeppelin and rock right. you and liked great that kind jazz? Of music. I was into the disco. You were into jazz. Was right. really getting. Uh-huh. I mean that right. that uh, Chick Corea and mm. all that kind of jazz. I I uh, I it just. But it was it was it was very good. I still think the song Boogie Nights is my favorite because it starts off with with a harp, very mm-hmm. West Montgomery. Love that song. What about you? You love. Uh, 
Jive talking. No, you know, no. Oh, no, no, no. You know, she loves uh, ABBA. I do. Dancing I Queen. I love all those songs. Money, money, money. I'm sorry. I love it all. Donna Summer was the queen of the disco. Donna Summer was a great... Tell up a story about Donna Summer. was very, very pious, very religious. Well, I don't know if I should reveal things. She like said that. it. Okay. And other people. Oh, yes. She said it. I think she wrote it in a book. But she also had her husband was her manager, and he would force her to do a lot of things she didn't want to do. She started out in the church, uh, as a lot of artists did. Whitney Houston, and, sort of. Um, no, she did as well. But Donna always hated disco music. She wanted to do gospel, and she had this overbearing husband, and uh, the rest is history. Look at this. Don says, do you like Bossa Nova? Are you oh, kidding yeah, we me? Do like that. Are you kidding me? We do like that. Let me tell you who is... Joe Beam was, that's what I was, Tom Joe Beam was what I was raised, that was my first we music. Listen in, yeah. Gilberto, and when Astro Gilberto, when they, and Stan Getz, now we, I love Deline Faraz, uh, Brazilian Love Affair. Uh, what about these new kids that you introduced oh! me to the other day, and I thought I was being thrown back into the 70s, and I, it gave me some hope out of young people. Um I didn't. I didn't have time. That was just the other day to investigate or look some stuff up. But I um, want you. I thought it was from the seventies. I want you. I found the name the other day. Jesus Molina. Jesus Molina. Jeez, this guy. Oh, it's just one person. Watch doing him all this? play. I don't know what. I, I've never seen anything it, like this. Is he playing actual instruments or is it play, synthesizers? He, he plays. What, what he it? plays keyboards, and and this this BAM thing. Jesus Molina, and dear. God, he is incredible. How about the Funky Knuckles we were playing the other day? Yeah, we played that too. Um, Irel Besson, trumpet player, almost made me cry. The Brothers Nylon. Yeah. Jesus Molina also. Mm. It, I mean, it is the greatest, funkiest. Yeah, it's Everybody needs more music, I think. Mu Tower of Power. No, but music makes you feel good. It's an instant uplifting, I think, mood lifter. I think everybody needs a little more music in their lives. Oh, absolutely. And I also think children, well, we have the studies that prove any kind of music and art also increases everything else for them. They do better in life with music and art in their lives. Uh, and, you know, creating something, critical thinking or performing uh, kind of thing. So we need to do more of that because kids are being neglected in that area with the art Couple of things. Listening to Aubrey King, flat picking. I've you can't believe this. Also, there is a one. I don't. There is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful one of the. There is a, a channel I love. It's called Tone Based Piano, and there is a woman. I do not know her name. She's a transgender. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying that's beside the point. Who is Great. Um, little Rachel Levine looking there. A little bit, but she's fantastic. All right. You've got to see, how about uh, Lang Lang or Lang Lang? Have you seen Yuja Wang, this Chinese girl play Flight of the Bumblebees? You, you can't believe what we're hearing. You can't believe the music. Right, so there is a lot of good. People have to seek it out. There are some incredible no, no, but achievements this one... with these young people with music. Of course... Nobody knows it seems to know about it. This one, I, I do not... Uh, I just got to say this. As far as being transgender, it, it it's one of those things where it does not matter. But this is one of the best... What is her name? Sarah... Anyway, anyway. She How do you know she's transgender? She because says she it. came she out. Yeah, it. she came out. Oh, okay. She, whatever. She but but she's so... It, it's like hearing the greatest... Music teachers, ever, mm -hmm. and and to hear them explain and break down Bach, it's wonderful. But don't you get uh, amazed? And I truly mean the word amazed that people are this creative and artistic and can do these things. I always find that very uh, inspiring. Here's something great. Now listen to this. They have villagers. I don't know who these villagers are. I don't know what villagers they are. It looks like Afghanistan. I I I have no idea. There's six villagers. They are. You can watch villagers. I don't know where they are, but this is 
Hilarious, watch villagers react to Three Stooges sing a song of six pants, and they're loving it, describing all the slapstick. It's, mm. br- come on, brilliant to hear them explain this. I, I You sure that's not a work? No, well, it could be. It seems like a bit the of a villagers, work to me. Nobody from Afghanistan is watching the Three Stooges. They're not allowed to, okay? I don't think. Those are Look the villagers. Tone based piano. Here we go. Another one. This is this is a guy named Gary something. Teaching Yuja and Lang Lang. I've never heard of these people. This is the greatest exposition in music I've ever seen in my life. I cannot believe what I'm seeing. I start off every day by listening to music. I every day I listen you to a, to a Nick Drake song. Every single day. It mm-hmm. just does something to me. We, we, when we're driving in the in the Yugo, it's a stretch. But to hear music and oh, if we want to be in a great mood, Peggy Lee is that all there is? Well, kills us. I hope nobody's watching us when we kills sing along us. to the lyrics in the car. It's one of the greatest songs yeah. ever. Yeah, we love it. Uh, oh, ever see Mongolian throat music? Love it. <laughs> I, I just give me the BGs. That's all. That's I all. love that. I also like. Um, remember when Bobby McFerrin? Nobody did that. You know that that hitting himself kind of thing. Remember, he was the only one. Yeah. As far as I know, that wore so thin. I do not want to hear that. Eighties is my favorite decade for music. You know what I. At some point, thought the eighties was a waste for music, but now I've gone. Are. Yeah, but now I've gone back. No, there was some really good music in the eighties. Remember, we had that English wave, maybe like in the beginning of the eighties. Oh, Pet Shop Boys, and they uh, came over. Ru- no, but we had the Madonnas and the and the Cyndi Lauper, and we had the Tina Turners, and the Michael Jackson had all the Thriller. Remember Thriller? Okay, Genesis, Tracy Chapman, Huey nope. Lewis, Traveling Wilburys. No, a lot. A good Steely stuff Dan. came out of... I like the Highwaymen. When is that from? Highway oh, you Man. love that. When are they from, though? Is that like... I don't know. The 90s. <laughs> Robbie Dupree. But there's a, there's a lot of good stuff out of the 80s. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Rob, uh, somewhere yeah. down the Lazy River, Robbie Robertson. Michael Franks. A lot of good stuff. This is beautiful stuff. Remember the outfield? I feel like we should put some music on. Your, well, no, not here. Not, you not now. I oh, said, la- I said later. With this, with this copyright I didn't mean stuff? Now. No. I meant later. I said, put some music on later. 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 I said, put some music on later. Michael um, Franks. I loved him. The Bodines. Keith Whitley. This let, is, let's thank, find out what people are doing for, this weekend. Tears for Fears. Let me tell you oh, something. I like Tears for Fears. This tipping point, the, nat- the latest one. And watch this. Karina yes. Round. The singer who went. You should hear Women in Chains. Listen to her or that. ELO uh, was mm. very good. Um, look at this. Love, love, love the Bee Gees. Bee Gees were... No, the Bee Gees are my favorite with ABBA. I mean, when they did this song, yeah. Alone, is brilliant. The Andy Gibbs stuff they did. It's so sad now because there's only one left. He's it. St. Elmo's Fire. Didn't love you love that. that? Actually, maybe we should watch that movie tonight. That whole. <laughs> oh, we're gonna watch a Mary Tyler Moore thing. That whole soundtrack from Saint Elm. But those, see, we had soundtracks that went with the movies. That was a whole eighties kind of. By thing, the way, too. a soundtrack is different from a soundtrack. Is an actual. The soundtrack is music that accompanied the film itself. Versus, there's another word for it. No, somebody, but Saint somebody Elmo's corrected Fire had me. a soundtrack. They because I now, bought the CD. Let me try this again. Let me let the me. The songs were again. in the movie, and then the they were on a CD. The songs that were in a movie is not technically the soundtrack. The soundtrack, somebody corrected me, is on the film. It's the it's the music strip that is on the film itself, so that when you play it, it plays the. That's music. a little technical. The actual track. Well, I'm what, just filling okay, you in. But it's always been just yes, soundtrack. I know what you mean. That's. Okay, St. Elmo's Fire. Oh, there was another one, too. Um, Ennio. Oh, Hey, yeah. how about this, Tino? Tino Baldessari. PFM. Oh. Premiata Funeria mm. Marconi. Il Banqueto, one of my favorites from high school. I was really in this wild, great music. PFM, fantastic. Was it Zucaro? Um, yes. Remember Yes with Rick Wakeman? 
with Chris Squire with the original group there. I remember Flock of Seagulls. Oh yeah, and the girl like you. you remember their hairstyle. And I wonder. No, but it's kind of catchy when you really listen to it now. Everybody wearing Chung tonight is beautiful. I love that song. Pet Shop Boys. Uh, I love it. Was all. it London? The. Uh, oh, who was that? That's London. A, how about the motels? I was listening to her. Oh, I loved. Her. Oh my God. I love that. Martha, not yeah. Martha Stewart, Martha Harris or Martha something. It was good. Fantastic. It was good. There's a song, too, I want to turn you on to. If you like this, it kind of reminds me a little bit about this. Very, very New York. He's a girl called Eddie. You love and, that. And The Long Goodbye is one of the greatest songs ever. And her name is Erin Moran. And that's the name of Joni. It's, that's, it's her name. Joni died. Yes, but this is called A Girl Called Eddie, and it I love her stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? Oh, West End Girls, yes? Oh, yeah. And East My End daddy Boys. used to talk about yes versus rush arguments he had in college. You're right about that. Getty Lee, completely different. Getty Lee, Neil Peart, not Peart, Peart, mm. the drummer... Getty Lee was, by the way, you know, my favorite Getty Lee song was, was uh, Great White North, Take Off, from the Bob and Doug McKenzie. I think it's wonderful. But Yes was. How about Goldfinger and Living on that? Goldfinger was Shirley Bassey. Goldfinger. <laughs> I think that was the 70s. That Wasn't the 70s? Lionel Richie, the best performer I saw in concert. Now, well, did you see recently where they were knocking his... Um, Coronation performance, and I didn't get into it because I've been busy with, with the with children. Yeah. But he was put on the performance for the big coronation party, and uh, people were disappointed. I, I would have to hear and judge for myself that he could not sing the same way, I guess, all night long like he used to sing it. Neil Peart, best drummer, mm-hmm. the Rock Air hands down. I, I think it's harder to find somebody better. He was just. But I used to like the like, Tom Tom Club. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like kind of those type of things. Also interesting. Mm. Look at this great program. Thank you. You wham my heart and made me smile. Oh. Well, we thank you. I know this. Got to take it, it down once in a while from Oh, Edie Burkell. Oh, I love Edie Burkell. What now what I lie to you is the Eurythmics as Annie Lennox. I I like that too. But Edie Burkell mm-hmm. is uh I am what I am. Wasn't she dancing around barefoot maybe, slapping her thigh? She's married to Paul Simon. Yeah. In excess, funny song about this. There was an uh, there was a uh, uh, we knew a disc jockey who did not know. He never saw in excess. Did not see this, and he said Inxus. <laughs> well, I don't know. One time, I could see the Lawrence mistake, Welk read the prompter. He says, "Thank you, boys, for the wonderful music from World War I." Ninety nine loof balloons. Oh, you love that. Song. Uh, Nina is Nina's are my age. Nina, Nina is. Nina not, still sings ninety nine. Nina she still can, sings it. Nina's a great dancer. You're a great dancer. Mm. Belinda Carlisle's a dancer. You know, you know. We all that same style. That's like style. a barefoot Bohemian Nina style. Does right. it. Belinda Carlisle, Goldie Hawn did it in Private Benjamin. Mm. She had that dancing style. That was uh, the style. There was, um, you know, who also is a great dancer. The girl who played Wendy or Wednesday in the Adams Family. Did you ever see that little shuffle she does? Look it up. When she dances with Lurch, great. Also, starting to worry about Travolta. Where are you seeing great. these things online? Oh, I know this. Travolta's oh. great dancer. Um, um, Glenn Shurrock from uh, Little River Band, great style. Some people just have it. They just have a a style. Somebody else. But you're you got a good dance. I do. I can't. Well, except there's one move. You have one move that's one move that clears the the, room. Clears the room. We save it for weddings. When's a concert at Tampa Stadium for one of those all-day concerts? BB King was the best. I was at Tampa Stadium. My first concert, 1973, uh, uh, Three Dog Night, Humble Pie. I think Buddy Miles. Three Dog Night, there was a riot. They had, the, they, they, they burned, they, they tore up the, the, the... Riot? Yeah, they tore up the... the um, Who's they? The, some the, some the, lunatics. The concert goers had, had a riot? Yeah. And years later, I was in our fav- my favorite pub, Irish pub, and who walks in but Danny Hutton from Three Dog Night. I bought him a drink and I said, you don't remember me, because I was in this, I was 
12 years old. But there was a riot. He goes, I remember that. And we had to pay for it. Mrs. Lionel stepping out, watching movies by himself. Miss Lionel stepping out, watching movies by himself. I don't know. What, oh, Miss Lionel stepping out, watching movies by himself. I don't know what that means. Patrick Swayze was a great dancer. He was a very good dancer. Very good dancer. Uh, but who can, But Michael Jackson, did you ever see anything like that? No. Never. No. I saw him. Mm-hmm. That was a destiny. What was it with the the last one with his brothers? Five of them, even Randy. Yeah, they forced him. He was a big hit with Thriller or something, and then they forced him into doing the whole family. The five yes. of them all went out on the road, whatever that was called. I know. Right. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. There was nothing. A lot of waste, though, right? Horrible. There was nothing. People have this kind of talent. Nobody just, danced mm-hmm. like that. Nobody. What else we got here? Uh, and today we have, I don't really know what we have today. Wait a minute, look at this. What? Just so you know, I was probably known as Franco Blondie till somebody sent me away. Franco Blondie, yes! Who there sent you? Who sent Franco away? <laughs> White Monkey, is it? Uh, Millie Vanilli was actually very good. Um, That's a sad story, too. Very sad. Millie Vanilli. You know, plenty of people... And Gino Vanelli, which sounds like no, Millie Vanelli. Mi- in Millie's defense, or Vanelli, Millie Vanelli, so many people do lip sync. I'm sorry. I'll, oh. just, le- I'll just leave it like I'll just leave it at no, that. No, we're not going to mention names. We're, who's not, but, well, I'm not mentioning names. But I'm just saying. Not only that, you know this. Not only lip sync, but can't sing. And we're auto-toned and don't sing. Well, I think sing. that was what they were. There were other people singing, right, with Millie? Yeah, well, no, it was them. I, oh, yes. I, no, no. Well, the, it I, was a recording. They were actually not saying it. It might have been another. No, no. I think it was other people yeah. were actually the voices. That was the problem. But who called them out? Because there are plenty of people who do that, believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> John Lee Hooker. Nobody lip sync, if that's a word. Um, yeah. Lou Rawls, I'm just a natural man. Gino Vanelli is one of the oh, greatest performers. And remember, always his drummers. His drummers are... Go ahead. i got to find this one drummer. Well, I don't want everybody to laugh at me, but you know what I have to put on every once in a while to feel empowered? Uh, the theme from The Sorrow and the Pity. No. I know you know what it is. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, no. Um, I am woman. Helen Reddy. I have to put Helen Reddy on to empower myself, to go out into the trenches, to do the work that we do. I have to keep play. talking. No, I have to play I Am Woman. I love it. Singing along. It's she was. She did a wonderful cover of wonderful cover of Bluebird by Leon Russell. Right, you're right. She did a wonderful cover. Hmm. Where is I got to tell you this one. I gotta find this name of this one drummer, Enzo Tedesco. Enzo Tedesco was the drummer for who is a monster for Gino Vanelli. Gino Vanelli, if ever we we got to see him, what was the last concert we saw? Steely Dan at the Beacon. No, we had the failed attempt. Oh, one time we tried to see Chris West, Hillman. No, Westbury Music Fair. We had the failed attempt. Oh yeah. It was. Who was it? It was Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. <laughs> it was the yeah. worst. Remember that? We, with the, it was, we had a failed attempt. Where we couldn't bring in a, we couldn't bring in a, a no, purse or no, something? No, or? we bought the tickets years ago. It was like pre, Went to Jones Beach. Pre, pre, Jones Beach. That was Westbury Music? No, Jones Beach. Okay. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It was only a few years ago. Oh, yeah. It was like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jones Beach. We bought the tickets a long time ago, and then the co came. Everything was canceled. The Rona. The co. And... Um, then they announced at some point, we're going to do this. And it, we still, people still hadn't gone, gone out in right. public and all that. And the parking lot, what was that, about a year ago? Maybe a no, year and a half ago. Whatever. We drove. The parking Way lot was there. massive. Packed. Remember people were having those tailgate parties? People Let's were, see, playing Hall & Oates music. In the parking lot. Well, see. they were happy after Damn. the co and all that. They were having tailgates. It we'll was get all... to the point where it... And 
we came from somewhere else and we were all dressed up. I remember you had a suit on. I had a dress on. I remember we the whole so time. I had high place. heels on. Right. And everybody was in the Hall and Oates outfits. And we had to walk so far to get to a staircase yes. to bring you up to the venue. Yes. And by the time we got there, you couldn't go in. Uh, no, the purse. You couldn't, have- you couldn't have a purse. And you had to wear a mask during the concert. Yeah. And I was willing to try to go for it, but you said... I said, nope. I said, I'll put my purse in the car. I'll lock it away. And you just said, no, I've had enough. And we turned around and walked five miles back to the car. I have... And didn't see Hall & Oates. In West Tampa, it would be called empingado. I was empingated. No, but how do you sing with the mask? So we never saw Hall & Oates? That was it. So that was... I really can't remember... um, Anything, but before that, Steely Dan at the Beacon. That was it. That, and that could have been fifteen years ago. That could have. Remember been the while. time I tried to see uh, Chris Hillman at BB King's? Like I said, that's enough of that. I had to wait, or I didn't like. I, I, I did. Forget this. Yeah, you weren't. I was willing I was to wait it mood. out. I was willing to wait it out, but you said I've had enough and was, stormed off. <laughs> BB King's. I was emptying out. That was it. I said I had enough of this. I said, yeah. I'm not. Listen. BBC's Life's out of too business short. now. I'm not going. No there's certain BBC. things I'll, to- I'll tolerate a lot of stuff, but sometimes like, that's it. That was about a good 10 years ago, too. That was a while ago. Remember when we saw some great at uh, Feinstein's? Oh, that was great, Feinstein's. Jimmy Webb. Well, that was very intimate. Uh, uh, who was the one? Barbara Cook? What was it? At that little yeah. Manhattan? This little, this little uh, Down in the 20s. Down that in the 20s. was. These little jazzy places. Another one was Andrea Marcovici, who did the centenary yes, of Johnny Al- Mercer at the Algonquin. Algonquin. Wow. That was... I don't think we have those anymore. No. They're not not like they used to or... So anyway, hmm. Steely Dan, by the way, now and now that Walter's dead, I don't know what... I. Now that it's the Dukes of September and I... Uh, I don't know about that. Liz Solak says, I wouldn't go to a concert if I had to wear a mask. Remember the old country song? I wouldn't take you to a dog fight, even if you had a chance to win. But guess what? I don't think I'm that interested. Right when I'm finishing the punchline, right when I'm... Weren't you done? No. Oh. Go ahead. No, I don't have anything to say. (laughs) I I thought you were done, so I... I was going to say, I'm not that interested in going into crowds. Just not. At the Benton Hurts, nice of Columbus, little Jack Little, Basil Fomini... I don't, I, don't know, know, I, don't I don't know about Basil. B.B. King at the South Street Seaport. B.B. King did not... Uh, by the way, uh, Daryl Hall has a cool show. Uh, yeah, uh, live at Daryl's place. We used to go by in Put Was not Putnam. I think it's Putnam. Is it Putnam? Going into Duchess. But it's no, it's the one... Is that it? No, there's a, no mm-hmm. it's called... No, it's not Putnam. It's, it's next to... It's in Putnam County. It's, uh, I think it's, we have to look We used up. to drive by Daryl's Place. It's called Daryl's Place. But what, what happened to that TV show, or I should say streaming show now, not as I'm corrected in the business. Remember, I think it's, it's a, a, it was wonderful. No, that show. He had the barn. Do you yes, know what I'm talking about? It was wonderful. That was a good show. Pauling, New York. Pauling, New York. Right there on 21 or something? It, yeah, it's right there. Yep. Very good place. Very good venue. You know, it's like a bar and a grill. And... He is ex. Oh, 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 oh. Remember the time we went to oh, see? No. Oh, no. We went no. to see the yes. other one. That yes. was the last one we saw. I just, yes. I just remember Mark that. Mark Cohn. We, um, no, 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 no. John Oates. John Excuse Oates was the at last one. the City one. Winery. That was the last one we saw. John Oates at the City Winery. First it was That's the it. Blind Boys of Memphis or whatever. Remember that? That was the opening act. I mean, what was, if they weren't? No, but it was nice. Can you imagine having to name for the blind boy? There? You're not no, blind? No, but that was nice. Just Don't you remember? Name. They had nice jackets on. Yes. No, it was very nice. But it was it was Mark Cohn, who was married to Suzanne Vargas. I was going to no, say Suzanne Eliz- Vega. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Vargas. Vargas. She's on News Nation. She's on News Nation now. Right. Walking in Memphis with my feet off a beal. Very good. So he did this anti-Trump joke, and nobody... I was surprised. No, people actually went, ugh. <coughs> yeah, they see, made noise. Yeah. Which in New York City, see, there's a lot of people. That, that told some... me a lot. In that crowd, in that place, and it was packed, if you recall. 
and you could hear audible sighs, audible disgust yes. coming out, and that was a good thing. Alan Parsons, Garth Brooks, great. Stevie Ray Vaughan on the pier by the Intrepid. I have hmm. a somebody sent me. Maybe you did. I have a a see that uh, little film that piece there. Oh yes, I see that. That's Stevie Ray Vaughan at the Intrepid. Somebody sent that to me. Is it this person? Yes, musical use. Past the duchy. Wasn't that right? Past the duchy <laughs> on the left hand side. Past the duchy. Past the duchy. I remember past the duchy. Remember also how great, how great uh, Rapper's Delight was? I loved it. That was. And before Rapper's Delight, the real first un... I know what you're going to say. Who? Blondie. Deborah Harry. Blondie. All right, that's it. Listen, a little levity fun. on a Friday night. It's a we didn't go to the movie. Isn't she great? Am I the luckiest Thank guy in you. the world? Am I the I'm luckiest? the luckiest one. Thank you for having me. I thought I'd just sit here since we didn't go to the movies. Oh, well, we're going to um, talk. We'll talk about some music. We, you know what? It's important. Don't you agree? It's important sometimes just not to. Yes. Like, you know, we're like Regis and uh, and Joy. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure about I preferred I mean, Regis and Kathy Lee, frankly. Yes. But, but isn't it... But. But seriously, don't you feel sometimes like enough? Just, just yeah, you just, have to walk away. One, well, it's like I'm always preaching. Yes, put the devices yes, down for five or is. ten minutes a day. Yes, including the adults. So you the are kids preaching. See. That's right. Indeed, we have to have family digital partnerships. We have to put the devices down. And if we talk about past the duchy, that's a good past thing. the duchy. And we're not on the devices. It's a good thing. All right, friends, have a great and a glorious night. You are great. Isn't she great? Thanks for having me, everybody. All right, Thank kiddos. You. By the way, please follow her at Lynn's Warriors on YouTube. Lynn's Warriors. Lynn's Warriors, please. And on YouTube, on because uh, we never get the numbers. And you got to help you. us out with this one. And Twitter, mm-hmm. sign up for Lynn's underscore Warriors. All right? I'm there, everybody. You got that? I'm there. Thank you. I've Thank met you. Kathy Lee. Oh. Can I tell you my quick Regis story? Just very quick. It's very sad. Poor Regis. He was wonderful. We used to go to lunch at this place, Fiorello's up nice there. Nice man. Across from Lincoln's. Love the guy. So I'm walking him back. And towards the end, he, he wasn't bad, but he was just not not throwing his fastball anymore. And it's kind of feeling kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. So as we were walking by, right there on, uh, on uh, I guess, Columbus, there's the, there's a West, there's the Channel 7 building. And they have this little plaque, this freeze, you know. It doesn't really look like him, that plaque. Not really. But not anyway, really. it says the Regis been building or whatever. So these people, I can see looking at it, and you can tell they're from out of town. So I walked up and said, excuse me, I said, did did you like Regis film? Oh, yes. Now, he's standing, they're not, if they just looked this much over, they would notice this guy standing behind me, it's Regis film. But anyway, I said, wasn't he something? Yes. I said, did you ever meet him? No. I said, doesn't he, doesn't he, doesn't he seem like a nice person? Like, you know if you met him, he'd be nice. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. They were just gushing. I said, would, would, would you like to meet him? He said, well, of course. Well, here he is. And their face. Gave them heart attacks. I said, can I take a picture with you? <gasps> they, they, they couldn't even, they couldn't talk. So it was wonderful. It made him feel good. It made them feel good. And I took their camera and I ran. I always pretend I'm running with the camera. You always walk up to people and be like, would you like me to take your picture? Oh, yes. You do it all the I time. I do it all the time. I, very, would, I never do that. Because it's very, very nice to do. Because I'm is a very nice, nice person. It is very nice. All right, dear friends. See you tomorrow. 8 o'clock in the morning. Same bad time, same bad channel. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Bye-bye. Good. It's a monkey. Look at her picture.